0: Love Talk Radio. Hi everybody, welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley, I'm an astrologer here in New York City, uh, and I'm sitting here at my turquoise desk broadcasting overlooking Boca Siega Bay. We just had a lovely little sunset down here in Florida, it's a little chilly today, 54. I know Betty, Betty White is with Kitten, we have not had delivery yet. But she's shredding things today, so I'm thinking there may be kittens uh soon to arrive uh so at any rate, welcome to um the podcast for the week of January two three two oh two two uh what we do here is we talk about the energy in the heavens, how you can work with it productively or not as you choose, and uh what's what's ahead what's in the week ahead so Always welcome uh, new listeners, welcome people to send comments. We're going to be starting to podcast on YouTube because a few people have said, you know, they like to watch it better than listen to it. Uh, so that will be starting. And, of course, we're going to be starting the school next month, so you'll be hearing about that. And right now, if you go to the website, the website is not working because we're migrating and we're fixing it and it's Mercury retrograde. So when you see it, you go, oh, my God, it's not looking good, And I'm like, well, you know, we're Mercury retrograde. We're in progress. So last week, Betty White called the police. This week, she hopped on my keyboard, and she rolled over on the shift key. And apparently, if you press the shift key five times, you initiate some kind of programming thing. So my keyboard was completely reprogrammed, and it wouldn't do backspace, and it wouldn't do all these things. I have no idea what the girl did to it. But clearly, Betty and I have a communication thing going. So I had to buy a new keyboard this morning because um, I couldn't type. I had no A. I had no backspace. And I just was really appreciating that Mercury retrograde, and of course, Mercury was squaring uh stationing, going backwards, going backwards, squaring my uh squaring my stuff, so we got a new keyboard, and um off we go, so we are in process. Mercury retrograde, of course, is your ghosts returning. How many of you have heard from people from your past and gone? I thought they were gone, but they've been contacting. I literally had someone say to me. In a reading last week, that their, uh, their brother had come back to visit them this week, and that they were, um, they were talking to him. They had this great dream. They were at a lake that they had been on uh, as kids, and they were sitting on the rowboat out on the lake fishing and talking. So it was, you know, it was very lovely conversation. So they can be real ghosts, you know, your dead, departed, but they also can be people from your past. And because Mercury is retrograde this week, he shifts into Capricorn. He's in Aquarius right now, but he shifts into Capricorn on the 25th. Um, He's going to go back, and then he's going to station in a couple weeks. He's going to station on the uh, 4th of February and go forward again through Cap. So he's very busy this week because he's meeting up with Pluto, and he's meeting up with Juno. He's forming deals. Uh, he's in the mood to make, make things happen. He's having a lovely sextile to the nodes, which shifted into Scorpio and Taurus last week. So Mercury this week is super busy, um, and he is an Aquarius, one of his favorite signs. And so we want to kind of really do uh, pay attention to what you're hearing from people, information you're getting. Remember, he entered his shadow December 27th, 28th, depending on where you are born on Earth. Uh, And so as he um, goes back over this section of sky, he's going to bring up stuff. We're going to be going back towards the beginning of January, the end of December. And he's going to say, hey, remember when I mentioned this? And you're going to go, I do, Mercury. And also because he's Capricorn, right? He's in Aquarius and Capricorn, both of whom are Saturn's signs, ruled by Saturn. Yes, Uranus is. But Uranus is a new ruler. Uranus only got discovered in the 17th century. So we always look at Saturn as the primary ruler of Aquarius, and then we look at Uranus to get a little flavor. So Saturn, of course, has gone direct. uh, And he is, um, you know, he had his last square with Uranus on Christmas, December 24th. And he's now blazing new territory. You know, he's off and running. He's in a new section of the sky that he hasn't been in in 29 years. So he's looking to build some foundations, and he's saying to you, hey, what was going on in 1993, last time I was here? And you may be revisiting some of those earlier stories, 93, 94. So there's this forward motion energy, but Mercury is saying to you, but but before you go there, can we go back and look at some of those old stories that you told yourself? Can we reevaluate them? Because he's going to go into the last degree of Capricorn, And he's going to be trining the North Node that just went into Taurus. And a lot of times we have stories from our childhood or from our life that are hard or that are a little difficult or that we we say to ourselves, you know, this is my version of what happened to me. And I had an interesting experience last week when Air is stationed of Rashomon, right? And Rashomon, of course, is a fairly famous Japanese film but it also is the story, you know, in the of the elephant, you know, the different blind men feeling the elephant, one the flank, one the tail, one the ear, one the tusk, one the leg. They're all describing the same thing, but they're all not really seeing the whole elephant. So when Mercury's in Aquarius, he's inviting us to see, and then this week, when he goes into Capricorn on the twenty fifth, the evening of the twenty fifth, he's gonna say, Okay, Now I want you to go touch the elephant again (laughs) and just get out of the leg and go feel the flank and get out of the flank and go feel the ear and get out of the ear and go feel the tusk. I'll have the elephant stand still for you. And of course, Aquarius is one of those signs that rules unusual animals, right? So I kind of always thought of elephants as being ruled by Aquarius. I'm not actually positive about that. But they live a long time, they have a memory, they have this whole communal experience. So I kind of feel like they're an Aquarian elf they're an aquarium el- energy. But anyway, as Mercury goes into Cap and I'll have to look that up, but who's who's like to learn new things. As Mercury goes into um you can hear Betty yelling. I think we're having kittens tonight. Um I know. You're you're howling. I'll be with you in a in a few minutes. Um <laughs> hey, we're having birth here in the apartment over Boca Ciega Bay I've been worrying about it all day long And I think she's she's doing it now Yeah, I hear you, hon So Capricorn is, um, I don't know, do cats yell when they're in labor? Is that part of the deal? Uh, my, my anxiety is really high with this whole birthing thing I, You know, I'm reminded of Scarlett O'Hara I don't know nothing about birthing babies, Miss Scarlett <laughs> I don't know nothing about birth and babies, Betty White. You know, I hope you know how to do this. So as Mercury goes into Capricorn, he's going to trine the north node and sextile the south node, which recently, last week, went into Scorpio Taurus. And couldn't you feel the difference, right? We got out of the Sag and Gemini, out of talking about it, out of saying, well, we should, well, we shouldn't. All the negotiations stopped. Congress had a vote, didn't pass, but they had a Well, one part passed, the other part didn't. That's the uh, the shift. We now have the North Node in Capricorn, which wants to build things. So this week, as the Sun talks to it, as Mercury talks to it, as Venus talks to it, as Pluto talks to those nodes, they're all going to bring the nodes instructions about what they want included in your future, in your life. So this week, when and of course Mercury's going to revise the story. He's going to give the initial plans, but then... The other guys are going to come along and say, you know, I really want, instead of a window, can I have sliding glass doors? You know, instead of that over there, can I have a hot tub? You know, like, there's more energy coming, you know. So back when my uh, brother-in-law moved into their house, um, Bruce wanted to put a hot tub in, which, of course, would be gas-heated. So my sister was like, ooh, if we're going to do that, can I have a gas fireplace? So she has a fireplace in her house that she can turn on the gas, and then the hot tub has... A gas heater. So it's, you know, like look at the ways you're going to want to expand your life. You're going to want to add to it. You want to give it, give it a little more practical. You know, me saying, hey, you guys like seeing me on YouTube, Taurus. I mean, I really don't want to do YouTube, but I get that there's a whole audience of people wanting to watch physically Taurus. So it's an energy of really deciding this week with Mercury going backwards into Capricorn. The other thing we're having is Venus is stopping to go direct. Now she is stationing on January 29th at 11 degrees and 4 minutes of Capricorn and then she's going to go forward. So she's back to when she entered her shadow and now she's going to go forward again. She's going to be in Capricorn through uh, March 5th of this year um, so she's tracing a new path because she's stopping and turning. Now, whenever a planet stops and turns, the energies of it activate. So we can anticipate Venus is in Capricorn, money, finances, real estate. What's going on with those people that haven't paid their rent and the landlords? Capricorn stationing. What's going on with the economy and money? Capricorn state. What's going on with the corporations? Venus and Capricorn stationing to go direct. At 11 degrees cap, so wherever you have 11, she's activating it. But now she's going to go forward, and she's going to meet up with Pluto one more time. She's going to meet up with Mars. She's going to meet up with Mercury. They're all going to have a little party, right? So, but they're all the personal planets. And remember, the personal planets have been dancing over the COVID clump. So they, which of course, blew up our lives, right? You know, we've had a couple years of you know pandemic and masks and vaccinations and whatever and as they go back over it one of the things that happens when we have these pandemics and these things happen we know afterwards we have a renaissance so we know that there's a renaissance coming and they're all talking about it so you want to look in your chart and see where you're having a renaissance where you're having a reunion a new beginning a starting of things happening because the energy is very very active right now about plotting and planning what that's going to look like where's the hot tub where's the window oh you want a window over the kitchen sink well then why don't we move the kitchen sink a little to the left and then we can have a nice look at the pool you know that kind of energy right the other thing that's happening this week is mars has been in sag this last couple days he's been riding on the galactic center so you may have had some really interesting downloads of information or ideas where stuff came in and you were like wow never thought of it that way before but now that i think of it that way now i'm thinking about it in a different way because mars is in sagittarius which is how do we take action and then this week on the 24th mars goes into capricorn uh until march 5th so he's going to be in capricorn now he's not spend he usually spends about two months in the sign he's not doing that he's being very efficient in capricorn because he's only going to be in there like uh, you know a couple of weeks and you know and then the month of february like a week and then the month of february and then he's into then he's into aquarius and he meets up with venus and aquarius so this is mars moving forward rapidly capricorn is very direct very straightforward mars is considered in his exaltation in capricorn so there's a lot of really positive energy with his forward motion and he's shifting this week on the 24th so we're seeing The planet's kind of lining up and and stepping up and saying, hey, let me go do this, hey, let me go do that. So there's a lot of forward motion energy. We also have Mercury combust the sun. And now remember, Mercury is retrograde, so he'll go back over the sun a second time, a third time, rather. So he's inviting us to think about things in a different way. And again, back to the stories, back to the stories you told yourself. Reframe the story, give it a different outcome, give it a different version yeah because that happened to me that allowed me to go down this path and now I'm at the end of that path and now I'm getting to choose another path and I get to choose with as much consciousness as I can summon to the story I get to look forward and not worry about the fear part of it but worry about the love part of it what part of it do I love and you know there is a lot of anger running around in the world right now And, of course, anger comes from fear. That's its underlying emotion. You know, fight, flight, or free, Flee, right? Freeze. Fight, freeze, or fly, right? So Mars and anger, Mars is fighting, but it comes from a place of I'm feeling attacked. I'm feeling a little bit of fear. So if we can take that Mars energy, because he's now about to go into Capricorn, and use it, harness it, work with it, have it turn to Saturn and say to Saturn, so, like, what do you want me to build? Give him a hammer. Give him a screwdriver. Have him get busy. Have him start creating stuff. Because Mars wants to build. He's in the sign of Earth. Venus wants to build. She's in the sign of Earth. Mercury wants to build. He's going back into Earth. They're all talking. They're all, they're all having a confab. They're going to go back and talk to Pluto. And then they're going to come forward and they're going to talk to Saturn. And as they do this back and forth, this dialogue, we have an opportunity to reconstruct the, the stories we tell ourselves because the stories we tell ourselves are our belief systems, and they frame the story. You know how when you have an argument with someone, it's always good to frame it from your perspective, right? You kind of say, yeah, well, you know, from my perspective, this is what happened. Because you, you put the frame in, right? You've said this is what really happened. And then other people come and say, no, 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 that's not what happened. What happened was this. And that's why we have jury trials, because we're going to have two people presenting different sides, and you're going to make a decision. I've been lately having a little adventure around 1 o'clock at night, 12 at night, 1 o'clock at night, watching Law and Order, right, which I always loved. Um, and I haven't seen it, you know, in a long time, but I have a TV now, right, because I don't have a TV in New York. Um, so I'm like, ooh, I'm into Law and Order, you know, bum, 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 bum. bum. But what do they do? They put the people up and they say, "Tell you know the backstory going into the trial." But then they present it to the jury, and the jury picks. The jury decides. So I want you to re- think of telling the story of your life to a jury of your peers, and then listening for the feedback from them about maybe a different way to look at it, and to look at it from that perspective. They don't have an axe to grind. Mercury's in Aquarius. The sun is in Aquarius. They don't have an opinion. They're just kind of looking at the details in a slightly detached way as a group. You know, it's 12 people in a jury, Aquarius. So they're looking at it and they're going, oh, that's what's going on. Okay. So when we have this energy of uh, figuring out how to see things, how to understand stuff, that's the energy that we have in the sky this week. So it's kind of an interesting week. Because it it affords us that. And remember last week we had Uranus go direct, we had Eris go direct the week before when everybody was so cranky, (laughs) and then last week was kind of topsy-turvy. But now we just have the last two personal planets, Venus and Mercury, to go direct, and they're in serious-minded signs. They're they're thinking very seriously about their future, their purpose, why they're here, and what they want to build. And so it's an important week for us to use that energy wisely to kind of think about it and come up with a different vision of how we want it to get there or go there and if we can do that that will really help us this week work and navigate this energy of change that will be accelerating really quickly <laughs> once we get to uh, once Mercury and Venus both go direct. So this week uh, Mercury does uh, next week. This week Mercury goes retrograde and Venus goes direct, and then next week Mercury goes direct. Um, We also have Pluto meeting of Juno on the 24th, so this is relationships ending or commitments being made, right? Because Pluto and Juno, Juno is commitments, partnership, relationship, and Pluto coming to it once every 20, 200, you know, 250 years, actually once every four years. But this is a big one. This is a big commitment energy, As he goes around the chart, he comes to every planet every 250 years. But as he lands on a particular planet in the sky, it's only the orbit of the planet. It sounded a little dramatic there. But I want to make you think big picture, long range. What does that look like? We also have Juno this week in very strong energy. Juno is in Capricorn, last degree. And she is trining that north node. And she is sextiling that south node. So she is saying to you, how are you going to partner with that creative energy in the world? And Pluto is going to be talking to those nodes in a couple of days when they get there. So there's a lot of energy about partnering and building. And North Node and Taurus, good stuff. What is it you're trying to create and build and grow in your life? It's it's a very important and really juicy week. So um encourage you to use it wisely and encourage you to you know, take 20, you know, the view from 20,000 feet, get a big picture vision of it, and then work with it. Okay, so let's talk about the moons. This week the moon today is in uh, Libra, and it is in Libra until tomorrow at 5 p.m., so I think the kittens are coming tonight, and I think they're going to have a Libra moon. There's a heck of a lot of noise over in the room that I can't see. Uh, the moon goes void at 5:10 p.m. with a moon square Pluto, moon Libra square Pluto, Uh, on uh, the 24th, and then it goes at 10.57 p.m., it goes into Scorpio. So the moon's void tomorrow night, the 24th, from 5.10 p.m. to uh, 10.57 p.m. when it enters Scorpio. Also the 24th, as I mentioned, Mars goes into Capricorn. That happens in the morning when you wake up. Uh, Then we go Scorpio moon, Monday night, late, 10.57 p.m. East Coast time. It's in uh, Scorpio on the 25th. It's in Scorpio on the 26th. It goes void at 12.28 a.m. on Thursday, the 27th, and the moon goes void with a sextile to Mercury in Capricorn because Mercury, of course, has regressed back into Capricorn as of the 25th. So the last aspect that um, moon in Scorpio makes is a sextile to Mercury. So that's a collaboration, a lot of energy around commitment and partnership, especially with Venus getting ready to shift direction, because she's stopped. And so when she stations and turns, it's always a big deal. And I remember way back when, when I was a baby astrologer, I was studying uh, astrology, obviously. And it was when uh, Geffen and Katzenberg and Spielberg, and they all announced their merger. Now, they all had very successful careers as their own guys, right, doing their own thing. And they merged on a Venus retrograde to form uh, DreamWorks. So we may see some stuff with DreamWorks this week because Venus is stationing. Um, so we'll watch for that. But also that energy of committing money and value and partnership and our sacred trust. You know, our what's of value to us? You know, what ring? You know, you're gonna put the ring in the pot. You're gonna say, I'm gonna put my ring in the pot. That's my valuable thing I'm committing to you. Um, so it's really a, con- a, weekend, a week of thinking about that Then on the 27th, the moon goes into Sagittarius at 2.34 in the morning, on Thursday morning. It's in Sag on Thursday. Friday goes void at 2 p.m. on Friday afternoon. And it goes void with a square to Neptune. So this is an interesting one because moon square Neptune always invites us to think about the bigger vision of the dream. You know, where we're headed with it, what that looks like, what do we want to do with it. So it's void Thursday, Friday afternoon, all night Friday, and then it goes into Capricorn on Saturday morning, the 29th, at 4.09 a.m., and Mercury stations direct in the middle of the night on the 29th at 3.46 a.m. That's Saturday early morning, you know. And When um, the moon goes void at 2 p.m., as I mentioned, it's got the squared Neptune, and then when the moon enters Capricorn, hi, Betty. Well, hi. What are you doing? I know. You're making a lot of noise. Are you having kittens tonight? I am so ready for these kittens to come. I am so anxious. You know, I don't know nothing about birth and no kittens, and hopefully Betty will take the lead on this one. Uh, So on Saturday morning, the moon goes into Capricorn on the 29th at 4 a.m., and then, of course, it goes into... um, uh, it's in Capricorn. It goes void on the thirtieth at eleven forty-four p.m. and it goes void with a conjunction to Pluto. So the moons this week: uh, the Monday moon is a little tough because it's a square to Pluto today and tomorrow through five ten. And the Scorpio moon is very juicy, 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 juicy. And I'm, you know, I'm never really adverse to a moon in Sag squared by Neptune, because even though it's a little delusional, you know, you really want it. You know, it's a really big wish. So I don't dislike moon Square Neptune. I just always go, well, it's a big wish. Probably not going to turn out the way you want, but it's a big wish. So we want you to have your wishes come true, right? And then, of course, the Capricorn Moon is very serious because it meets up with uh, Pluto. Um, So if we're looking at the DB Day, the Donald Blandford Day, I'm going to give it to you as being probably the... um, Probably the 24th and the 25th for a couple of reasons, because the moon has got a few squares, you know, it squares a couple of things. And so that always gives us a little bit of a hoo-ha. And so I would think the 25th is probably going to be a little bit more emotional, also because Mercury is coming down from air in Aquarius and he's going into Capricorn. So he's coming down and landing. So the, the emotionally, you know, challenging day will be the 25th but it's more related to the turbulence from the planet's changing sign. I don't know if you guys can hear these cats howling, but I can sure hear them. At any rate, that's all there is it's exciting to talk about except we're we're in birth mode here and down here in Boca Ciega Bay. So, Mars into a new sign, Mercury going into Capricorn, Mars into Capricorn, Mercury going retrograde into Capricorn and Venus stationing in Capricorn important decisions and of course saturn and in aquarius invites you he's in new territory now he's, he's left behind all the stuff when he was squaring uranus so he's tracking in new areas so all the stuff you've been thinking about you've been saying you know maybe i'll do that maybe i'll do this this is when he signs up and he says okay okay personal planets because the personal planets are how we commit to the changes We can talk about losing weight for forever, but unless we commit to doing it, our Mercury signs up, our Mars signs up, our Venus signs up, it doesn't happen. This week, Mercury, Venus, and Mars, I mean, Mercury and Venus are still considering, but you know they're going to sign. Mars is signing. Mars is like, I'm in, I'm in. And you know how the impetus happens when one steps forward and says, okay, I'm going to go do it, and then everybody else goes, Okay, I'm gonna do it too. Okay, okay, I'm gonna do it too. You know, so there's a lot of stepping forward this week, even though the planets are going backwards. And they might step forward with a, well, can we just review this one part? But I'm pretty committed, maybe? And and that's the part you want to clarify. And you can. And also this week because the moon's in Scorpio, it's a great week for people to reveal their motives. That you know, back with, When I was a baby astrologer, I used to call my Scorpio friends who generally are emotionally not 100% communicative about what's going on in their lives. I would call them on the Scorpio moons, and darned if they didn't talk their little butts off, I would find out more stuff when I called the Scorpios on the Scorpio moons, because the moon in Scorpio wants to reveal the secrets. And so he's with the sun in the case of the people's birth charts, and so they're feeling emotionally safe. they're feeling you know the sun and Moon are meeting up, they're feeling cuddly, they're feeling like they can share with you. So this is also a really big week for Scorpio Secrets to come out because we do have Mercury stationing um and going into or Mercury going retrograde into Capricorn, so he's like, "Yeah, I got the paperwork here. I got the letter that you wrote, and I made a photocopy of it, and I have it in my file, right It's that kind of energy. So um, good luck. Have a good week. I hope next week we'll have five little kittens here because that's how many Betty's supposed to have inside of her. And um, I hope we survive it. <laughs> I know kittens, I keep saying to myself, Anne, kittens are born all over the world every day, and nobody worries about them. So you're fine. Betty's going to be okay. Uh, you're going to be okay. <laughs> and, uh Yeah. You know, always good to have a new adventure at age 67 that makes your heart pound, right? You know, I'm not going to have a heart attack, but I am going to have like, oh, my God, what have happened? Cats have kittens every day and calm down. So when you're feeling that way this week, because you may, because of all the turbulence in the sky, sit yourself down, have a little practical conversation with yourself and go, okay, that happens all the time. You're going to be fine because Mercury's combust Pluto you know, so you're gonna be okay. It'll turn out all right, and and just trust the process. These are very turbulent, very turbulent week, but it's turbulent around commitment. It's turbulent around consequences of actions. It's turbulent because the nodes have shifted into Taurus, and people are like, okay, if we want this to change, we have to do we have to do something about it. And remember that North node in Taurus answers answers to Venus retrograde in Capricorn. So Venus is looking, and she's stopping, and she's you know, kind of like when you were loud upstairs when your parents were having a party. If I have to come up there, you guys are not going to be happy. So kind of think of Venus in that mode, uh, because that's the energy that she's working with this week. So hopefully that gives you uh, an idea about how to work with it. Um, and have a great week, and more cat howling. Take care. It's Ann Orly signing off from the turquoise desk overlooking Boca Siega Bay, with two cats, one of whom, well, both of whom are howling, but one of whom is walking is a walking beach ball. She looks like a beach ball when she walks around. Uh, have a great day and a great week, and just be careful out there. We're in a f- closing phase. We're going to have a new moon next week uh, in Aquarius, on uh, the which is the year of the water tiger. But right now we're in. a Release, release, release. Take care and have a good one. Bye.